0: Coming up on the WAC Podcast, our summer series continues. Today, we'll focus on Southern Utah Athletics, and we'll speak with Director of Athletics Doug Newth in his first full year. He's been appointed in January. He has been five months on the job. We break down what it's been like for him, as well as recap some of the highlights from the 2022-23 school year, including that big women's basketball NCAA tournament appearance. That is all ahead on the WAC Podcast. Welcome to the WAC Podcast. Today's episode is presented by
1: Hercules Tires. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Danner and Kendra Sheehan.
0: Welcome, everybody, to our summer series. It is Southern Utah Takeover. I'm Kendra Sheehan, joined by Athletic Director Doug Newth. And you're in your first tenure, first year Southern Utah as this was a new school that we added to our conference this year. You started in January and a lot happened during this 2022-23 school year. What are your thoughts as you look back on, on the time that you have started at Southern Utah and what you guys were able to accomplish as a university this past year?
1: Yeah, well, it's uh, been an incredible five months for me. It's been, it has been seems like a really short amount of time, but we've done a lot. And uh, I think I came in at the right time. We had this amazing winter sports season with both men's and women's basketball having great seasons. Uh, Coach Todd Simon did a fantastic job for us. Very old, experienced team, won a lot of ball games. Uh, Didn't didn't achieve the ultimate goal making the NCAA tournament, but they had a heck of a season. Our community rallied behind them, it was fantastic. And uh, obviously Tracy Sanders and the women's basketball team, uh, I don't know if you can say it was expected or not expected, but they sort of shocked the world and had an amazing season, uh, our first season in the conference. But to win the regular season, to win the conference tournament, and to go to the NCAA tournament for the first time ever, first time in the history of our program, uh, just a remarkable time. So here I am, the new athletic director, I roll in the town in January, and all we do is win for the next three months. It's been incredible. Um, obviously, I had nothing to do with any of that, uh, but it was an incredible ride. And I'm incredibly proud of our coaches. And, and our staff, and obviously our student athletes did a remarkable job. So here we are rolling into the spring season and uh, we, we have some athletes participating in the National Track Championships and, uh, you know, excited for them. We've got a chance maybe to have small Americans, earn small American status to speak. So uh, it's been a heck of a first five months and uh, it's been a great ride so far. And, you know, just any, for anyone that's ever been to Cedar City, you know, it's a special place. Uh, it's a small town it's in the mountains it's absolutely gorgeous here like you can't imagine a more beautiful place and so it's uh, it's been really great settling in and uh it's it's been a great few months to get started
0: Yeah, you mentioned the campus. I had an opportunity to go to Cedar City. It is beautiful. I mean, I saw your football field, the mountains in the background. I mean, it's absolutely stunning. And, you know, for you coming in in January, I mean, sports are rolling. Everything's in full swing. What was it like for you to kind of step into the fire and then, of course, you know, have the opportunity to watch the teams flourish. But you're you're right there, right when all the action is happening, stepping into this new role at a new university.
1: I said before I, I, I didn't do much. Uh, sort of went along for the ride. Really was a cheerleader. Uh, but you know the, the role of athletic director. The first thing you do. Like, first, everyone says 90 days or first 100 days or whatever that time period is. It's a lot of evaluation. It's watching. Uh, it's asking a lot of questions. Learning. And just trying to sort of get up to speed as quickly as you can on everything you do, whether it's finance, uh, fundraising, or facilities, uh, academics, compliance, admissions. Uh, Coaching contracts, vendor contracts—you know all the stuff. Just, there's so much to learn when you come to a new, uh, new university, new community, and for our athletic program, a new organization. And you know, you're expected to be in a leadership role, but I'm the I'm the least informed person in, in the whole organization. I no one knows less than me when, when you first arrive. So you know, I really got to focus on on just uh, talking to people. And- listening and learning as much as you can just absorbing everything and that's what I did for the whole uh, first three four months here um and along for the ride a great basketball season great gymnastics season and listening learning and now we're getting to a spot where we start putting plans in place uh based on that evaluation based on everything I've learned so far now we start putting plans in place for what the next six 12 18 months look like
0: and for you, you come to Southern Utah from the University of Nevada where you were the director of athletics there. What are some of your goals for your tenure now that you've had a chance to settle in and as you look towards the 23-24 school year?
1: There's, there's two there's two big things. They're overarching kind of themes or um, you know goals for the department. And one is uh, we want to win in the classroom, we want to, you know, we want to graduate at a very, very high level. We're it's not lost on us that you know the whole mission of our organization is about education, and um, you know I always tell people like we're not professional sports, we're not you know a, a NFL, we're not NBA, we're not major league anything. We're college sports. We're on a college campus for a reason. You have to be one hundred percent committed uh, to, to providing a great educational experience for your students, and they just happen to be really good athletes, student athletes, right? Uh, You know, so that's the first thing. We want to do a great job in the student-athlete experience, uh, provide a great educational opportunity develop leaders uh, inside the classroom, on the field, in competition. Uh, So student-athlete experience is a big thing for us. We talk about it all the time. And and I I boil it down to really two words, and I was taught this by one of the great administrators at the University of Nevada that I worked with for, for over nine years. And we talk about two words, student success, all we care about. Um, And and if you don't care about those two things, you should go work somewhere else, right? Uh, It's just that simple. Student success. And and we're all in it. We all have jobs. We all get to come here every day uh, to work really hard to make sure our students have success academically, uh, uh, success athletically, obviously, and have success sort of what we call um, that leadership development maturation uh, phase of these young men and women coming to us as 17, 18, 19-year-olds. And then leaving as 22 or whatever, 23 year olds uh, down the road. And we wanna watch them, we wanna invest in them, we wanna help them grow, uh, and become leaders in whatever they choose to do in their career, whatever community they're gonna be in, uh, leaders in their church, that's important to them. Uh, but that's that's part of our role. So that's the first thing student experience. The second thing is we wanna win, right? I mean, that's, we're college athletics, we keep score. Um, you know, we're in a very, very competitive conference. The WAC is unbelievable. That doesn't get nearly enough credit as it deserves for how good a conference this is across the board, every single sport. And um, and for us to, to talk about being competitive means we want to be in the hunt for championships. Uh, we want to be in the top third. You know, finish the top third in every single sport. Um, and and that's we're not there yet. We're not. Um, we know that. But uh, you know we've got to invest in our facilities. We've got to invest in our coaches. We've got to invest in our uh, in our entire operation. We've got to grow it if we want to be competitive. But but that's a goal for us. Like we want to win. I mean we're not going to hide from that. Uh, we're not going to be shy about it. Every single school in this in this conference has a head start ahead of us. Um, they've all been investing for years and years and years in facilities and operating budgets. Uh, we're, we're playing from behind right now, but that's in a lot of ways that create a nice chip on our shoulder where we feel like we're fighting from behind and a little engine that could, uh, we have that chip on our shoulder. We want to beat those teams that are better resource that have better facilities. And then we want to make sure we get better facilities and better resources so we can be at the top third of the, third, the conference every year. You know, right there's, there's something about being in the hunt for a championship, right? I was a student athlete. Um, I believe you are a student athlete. A lot of us are my watching as we're student out when you're in the hunt for a championship, that last few weeks of your season, you're, you're fighting, like you might be in first place, second place, third place, but you're fighting. You know, every single game matters. If you win, you move up. If you lose, you fall out, right? Uh, it's it sort of win in advance, uh, lose and go home. And I want every one of our student athletes to experience that. I want them to be in a position to compete for championships because when you are in that position, you, you focus, your intensity is different. Your practices are different. You're engaged at a higher level, at a more intense level. And there's lessons to be learned in that experience. And those lessons will translate into the, the real world, into the career someday, about how to compete for everything you do, whether you're pharmaceutical sales or you're a doctor or a teacher or whatever else. Uh, anyways, long-winded answer, but we had a lot of work to do here, and I'm excited about it.
0: When you look at summer, a lot of times, that's when a lot of construction happens, facility enhancements, do you have any plans or is there any construction going on currently to uh, make some of those adjustments or everything's still in the works?
1: You know, it's interesting when you have a long, Debbie for did a really great job here. uh, And and she's a, she's a friend, I love her. Um, When she retired, there was a long interim period here where everything sort of got put on hold and a few projects were put on hold at that time. Uh, we're installing a new scoreboard this spring uh in our So we' will have a nice brand new high def uh, beautiful video board in the stadium which would be great for our fans and great for our football uh, team this fall but other than that we're, we're sort of starting from scratch and putting together our plans for facility enhancement facility renovations uh we're doing some office you know structure uh reorganization and construction there but that's that's so behind the scenes no one cares about that um, but, but it'll help help do stuff for our volleyball and our women's basketball teams. That'll help those teams. Um, we've got a lot of plans. We've got a lot of things to do here. Softball, soccer, locker rooms, stadium, uh, every single one of our programs needs to have a facility enhancement and it might be a renovation or it might be a completely new build and new, new projects. But, uh, as I said before, we're, we're sort of playing catch up in a lot of ways to WAC. And uh, we got a lot of work to do, but we're excited about it. So uh, pretty quiet out there right now than the new scoreboard, but you know, we'll have a lot of stuff in the future for sure.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, there were a lot of exciting firsts for, for uh, you know, Southern Utah first year in the WAC. You had first year head coach Delane Fitzgerald joining. I'm sure he will love that new scoreboard. Um, and then, you know, you had first with women's basketball and, and going to the NCAAs and, and, signing a contract extension with head coach, Tracy Sanders, for you and, and having such a high quality coach who was able to bring a championship to your university, how important is it for, for you to be able to see a coach like that stay and, and want to continue doing the work and winning more championships at Southern Utah? It's
1: a really big deal for us I mean, Hiring great coaches is, is one thing and one you know, challenge that we all face, this role the but retaining great coaches might be harder. I mean, hiring great people is really tough, retaining good people, especially in today's day where the money at the next level is so big, uh, and so attractive. It's hard to, it's hard to get you a know, fight to keep your, your best people on board. And that could be coaches or administrative staff. Um, so we're thrilled. We're thrilled that Tracy is um, committed to being here. Uh, she loves it here, her family and just community has surrounded her. And, uh, she feels really comfortable in Cedar City. So we're thrilled about that. We also signed it didn't give you as much attention because uh, we didn't win a conference championship there with our women's soccer coach uh, who did a really great job last fall. Kai Edwards uh, signed a long-term extension as well. Uh, so we're excited for Kai to be here for a long time. He's doing a great job. The soccer team's trending in a great direction, and we expect to be in the championships in soccer, and, uh, women's soccer at short time as well. So there's something special about Cedar City. at I'm so new here, I, I don't know if I can put my finger on it exactly, but we have a very, very successful track program. The same head coach for a little over 30 years, uh, Coach Rule, has done an amazing job here with our track and field cross-country programs. Uh, we finished second on the men's side this year in track. Our cross-country distance program is among the best, some of the best of the country. He's been here for 30-plus years, and that chance to leave, never did. Our, our longtime gymnastics coach in this conference uh, a gymnastics conference uh, coach of the year this year um, unbelievable person he's been here for 30 plus years uh, our our golf coach has been here for for you know, a couple of decades now you know there's something about cedar city where people come here and they love it uh, they realize they can be here and it's a great place to live so getting coaches to stay is um, it's, it's not easy but we do it here it's pretty cool
0: and along with you know getting coaches to stay and bringing in new coaches, you brought in a new head men's basketball coach after Todd Simon had left after this year after a very successful co- campaign. And Rob Jeter is now on board. What went into finding a new head men's basketball coach, and why did you feel like Coach Jeter was the fit for Cedar City?
1: Uh, there's a thousand things that go into basketball coaches. They're intense. Um, they're, they're highly visible. Tons of pressure. But we, we had a great committee. Uh, we did a great job sourcing right kinds of people. Anytime I hire someone, I always, I wanna hire great people first and then, you know, give them the resources they need to be successful. Um, and Coach Jeter is amazing, he is. I, I, I keep telling people, and, and not enough people have experienced this yet, but they will. Um, every everyone I talk to during the interview process, you know, all the coaches around the country that, that know Rob and have worked with Rob or for Rob, uh, administrators that have worked with Rob, uh, student athletes that have been coached by Rob, you know, everywhere around the country said the same thing, and it was really kind of eerie. It was kind of unusual. Uh, every one of them said, he's a great person. You're going to love working with him, and he's going to do a great job for you, right? And I thought, like, you know, almost the same words, great person, you know, just trustworthy everything else. Uh, and then they said, you know what? You can also coach basketball. Um, and I and I kind of laughed about that because I thought like usually when you have a reference check and you're calling for you people to say things, they always tell you how great of a coach they are, how great of a recruiter they are, X's and O's, whatever else. But in this case, every single person unanimous almost use the same words, how great of a person he is and he's going to fit in, community, be a great person to work with? And oh, by the way, he can flat out coach ball, um, so it's, it's kind of a cool thing to have that um, that perspective on on the quality of the human being uh, that we were hiring. And so, and and it's it's played out. I mean, in the month or two that we worked together, uh, I can't think of a better person that I've ever worked with. Just a really down to earth, modest, hardworking winner wants to win. And uh, watching him on the court with the guys, you can see that he's a great teacher. He's a great mentor. The, the kids respond listen to it respond really well so i'm excited about the future and you know transition years are always hard but today's day and age the transfer portal and everything else that you know you can get a team together pretty quickly and i think rob will
0: yeah and we're looking forward to getting to know coach jeter and watching how he takes this program to new levels and one of the things that impressed me most i went to a football game In Cedar City, I went to a volleyball match. And then, of course, I was in Vegas. And and you really have an electric uh, student section. Um, We saw uh, tons of people come for WAC Vegas. The stadium was almost sold out, or it was, and people were (laughs) sitting on the outsides. Volleyball had a very big crowd. What impresses you most about the way that the students are coming out to these events? And, and how do you entice other students to come out? And, and what is the process that goes into to getting your student section fired up for some of these big-time sporting events?
1: I, there's not many schools. in a small school, and, and I don't know what percentage of our students come to games, but it's pretty good. And uh, they are energetic. Uh, they're passionate. Um, it's a little bit of controlled chaos, which I love. And uh, but they get after it, and they don't they don't sit during games. They're up, in action, after it. Um, it makes it a tough place to play. Like I think visiting teams know that they come here. They're going to going to get an earful of our students. And that's good in a very positive sportsmanlike way, of course, right? Um, but I, I've been told, and I haven't been to a football game yet. I've been here for a fall season yet. But I've been told that we average about two thousand students the home for football game, which is amazing. To, um, uh, that's just incredible. And I've seen basketball and basketball men's and women that do a great job at, tons of energy. Um, so, you know, the thing that, that we do is we communicate and we talk often to our, our student government our student leadership on campus. And I tell them all the time, it's really true, is when I go to sporting events, college sporting events, the thing that makes us different, that makes us fun is the band in the student section. You don't get that at professional sporting events, right? It's just something special and unique about us in college. And, and so I want to invest in our band. I want to invest in our student section. And I tell the, I tell them that and uh, and I follow through on it. So they know that I'm on their side. They know I'm going to uh, advocate for that. They know I'm going to support them. going to find ways to put more money or more, whatever I can, what they want to do because when they come to our games, they make it more fun for old guys like me. They make it for fans that you know aren't going to be standing all the time and jumping up and down. and It's fun, when, you know, you're in the middle of the game and you're looking at the student section. I'm like, those kids are crazy, and I love it. You um, know, we want that energy, we want that excitement. And our, our players notice it, players notice what's going on in the student section. So, you know, I, I tell our student group all the time, like I'm going to invest in you guys. You guys bring the bring the noise, bring the energy, and I'll keep investing in you and find ways to get it better. It's been awesome so far, though. Great.
0: Yeah, well I can't wait for football for you. Uh, you know, you guys have a really cool out right outside the stadium for students. You can you can get you can pay to get a pie in your face for a charity. You can pay to have your hair shaved off. For for different charity and there's just there was a lot of excitement going on face painting body painting everyone getting excited so that should certainly be a fun experience for you but I know also the summer is a good time to recruit you know new uh, athletes and sometimes that starts at a super young age with these youth camps and exposing you know, the community and, and young athletes to the campus what sort of summer camps do you guys have going on and and getting that exposure out there.
1: Something really fun and unique. Cedar City, we're at a little bit of higher altitude, right? Um, and so we're cooler. Like the temperatures are cooler here. So we get a ton of, of uh, campers, teams, that kind of stuff, coming from Las Vegas and Salt Lake City, which are two places in the summertime that are in the nineties or you know, hundreds, one hundred and ten degrees in Las Vegas, and you come to Cedar City, it's seventies. It's just spectacular here in the summertime. So we have a huge camp following here in the summertime every single one of our teams runs uh, youth sport camps and team camps and recruiting camps and uh, they do a great job and it's a great thing for us cause it's a chance for us to show off our university show off how beautiful it is here at the red rock mountains uh, surrounding the university our beautiful campus our great community uh and so i don't know what the numbers are i know football is huge i think it's 700 plus um uh, kids are coming in for different camps for summer in the next few weeks. That's that's incredible. Uh, I know soccer and volleyball and basketball, both basketball teams have a ton of camps this summer too, so it's an active time of the year, and I, I feel for our coaches, with the transfer portal right now and in all the activity of recruiting, recruiting has become year-round, and then also have camps and player development and preparing your team for the fall and everything. And it's just so much on their plates uh, even in the summertime, there's almost no off, off time for our coaches these days. I feel for them in that way, but boy, summer camps are amazing here. They do a great job.
0: Yeah, it's almost like there is no off time. It's year-round recruiting, year-round everything going on, especially if you mentioned with the transfer portal. For you, I mean, you're, you're busy year-round too. What has been your favorite moment since taking over in January? If you could pick one um that you know just might have been like yes this is why i do this this cool moment with the student-athletes any sort of thing that sticks out in your minds
1: well i mean there, there's there's two magical moments that you, know, you can't ever predict You think they're gonna happen but one was our women's basketball in the, in the WAC tournament uh it's a last second fadeaway you know i don't want to say lucky but lucky uh <laughs> you know three pointer facing the wrong direction and throws it in the basket to win the game. Uh Sharita Doherty just you know, she's a, she's an electric athlete, she's an amazing person. And she hit a shot that we'll all remember the rest of our lives. And that was, that was an incredible moment. And the same thing happened on the men's side. I think it was the semifinal game. We were losing and down a few and if I remember correctly it was a four point play. Um you know, our, our players Tevian Jones Threw up the three pointer and got fouled and and uh, made the free throw to, to advance into the next round. It's just unbelievable. Those moments are so rare, right. uh, so special, so memorable. So, those, those two things are special. But one of the things that, that is different, though, I'll share a different experience, is our commencement exercises. Uh, on our campus, we, we do our graduation in our basketball arena. But uh, our campus, all the graduates line up on the very East end of campus or sort of up on the upper upper part of campus, and there's a bell tower. and There's a tradition here, which is really cool. Uh, the bell tower has an arch under it. And during your freshman year uh, first week of campus, your time on campus, all the freshmen walk through the bell tower, under the bell tower, one direction. You're not allowed to walk through it again until commencement, until graduation. So all the graduates line up with their families and everyone else. And they walk through the bell tower on graduation, you know, capping down, everyone taking pictures, do video, and then they march down through campus and going to the basketball arena for the commencement exercise. And that was like, you know, like goosebumps. Like I was like at a goosebumps moment, you know, going, you know, kind of experiencing this thing. Like, what a great tradition for this university um, for me to be part of that and see that the first time. Incredible memory. It just. It speaks to how special this university is because there's so many special traditions like that, so many special things that that our university does to make uh make students feel special. And and it really resonates because when I those traditions last generations when I meet mean alumni and donors, um every single one of them is unanimous. One hundred percent of the people I've met with said they love this community, they love this university, they love their time here and change lives and never forget and there's something like I said I don't know what it is yet and there's something special about this place um, and people love it here absolutely love it
0: we'll check back a year later and see if you can figure it out but those were some great moments and of course with the Sharita Doherty and Tevian Jones those they were their final year of, of college eligibility and to go out on a way that they did and sink those shots I mean that's just got to be amazing and So we really appreciate you coming on and sharing a little bit about Southern Utah. This is Doug Newt, the athletic director at Southern Utah for our summer series, Southern Utah Takeover.
1: Thanks for listening to the WAC podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and check out our website at WACSports.com.